D-heads, for a Disney Halloween treat. The annual not-so-scary Halloween celebration, only on DizRadio.com. Happy Hallowishes, everyone. <laughs> It's time, D-Heads! Disney Blue presents Disney On Demand! Every week, Disney Blue lets you relive the magic, the movies, and the memories with celebrity guests, the best of classic Disney, and breaking news on Disney's latest. So put on your ears and give it a little bibbidi-bobbidi-boo! Disney Blue's Disney On Demand is on the air! Now, here's your host, Jonathan Johnson. All right, all of you D-heads, you tuned in for another magical installment of Disney Blues, Disney On Demand. And as you already heard, we're getting spooky, we're getting scary, as we have officially kicked off our third annual Not-So-Scary Halloween Celebration. That's right, for the rest of October, we're going to be bringing you all kinds of fun with spooky guests, Halloween tidbits, and all kinds of goodies. And this week, for the week of October 16th, 2014, show number 87, we're going to head to a place that's full of Halloween fun, and that being Halloween Town. Now, I'm not talking about The Nightmare Before Christmas, but how about the original Disney Channel series, Halloween Town? That's right, with Halloween Town 1, 2, and 3, as we're welcoming none other than Marnie herself, Kimberly J. Brown, here to the show. Kimberly's going to stop in and talk about a variety of different things. What got her started into acting? How did she land the role of Marnie? And what was it like working with such veteran actors on this series? And just how popular the Halloween Town series has gotten for Disney Channel and many others, as it's a Halloween, I guess, seasonal special that everybody has to watch. In addition, no show would be complete without the D-Team, and with us here this week, we have none other than Aaron, as you have questions, and he has answers. And he's going to answer all your spooky Disney Halloween questions in I Want to Know. We have Paige back with the Magical Music Review, as she's going to dip her hands into those spooky Disney tunes that you love to celebrate with every Halloween. We also have Caitlin back with the latest from the Walt Disney World Resort with WDW in 2, and we have Nathan with what's going on within the Disney company with this week in Disney history. We have all kinds of fun on the horizon and many other things as we're officially kicking off our third annual Not-So-Scary Halloween celebration. So all VD heads, with that said, before we officially kick off the show, I do want to mention that DizRadio.com is proudly sponsored by DVC-Rental.com. If you want to save up to 60% on your next Walt Disney World vacation, this is the way to do it. At DVC-Rental.com, you can save up to 60% by purchasing unused points for Disney Vacation Club members staying at some of the best resorts within the Disney properties. And you can officially check them out and book that vacation and save that money for your vacation at dvc-rental.com, the official sponsor of Diz Radio. So, all VD heads, with that said, as we're getting ready to head on out to Halloween Town with Kimberly J. Brown, let's officially kick off show number 87 for the week of October 16th, 2014 by watching out for some hitchhiking ghosts and maybe some spooky stragglers along the way. Be right back, all VD heads.
to wake makes your knees begin to quake. Ghostly music fills the air with minor chords to curl your hair. Ghosts and goblins boogie shake to a devilish disco wake. Then a bell starts to ring. All the ghosts come out to sing. Envelope to Davis and Kurt. Write down that. Grandma, is it one I know? Oh, no, I wouldn't think so. Uh, my story is about a magical place where many different sorts of creatures live together in peace. Like Cleveland? I hear they have a nice school district. Well, actually, the place I'm speaking of is called Halloween Town. And the residents are a bit more exotic. Monsters, goblins, ghosts, and vampires, gnomes, and skeletons. Do they have dibbics and banshees there, too? By the dozens. And, of course, a few very fine witches. I don't like witches. They're mean and scary. Oh, no, 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 sweetheart. I mean, they're just like everyone else. Some are kind, some are mean. That's the way they use their magic. You can't tell what's in a monster's heart just by looking at them. I mean, sometimes some of the 
slimiest, squashiest, ugliest little monsters turned out to be the nicest. I want to go there. Disney Blues, Disney On Demand. You hear that? It's the winds of change. Here's your host, Jonathan Johnson. All right, all of you D-heads, so I'm back, and I hope you enjoyed the official kickoff for our third annual Not-So-Scary Halloween Celebration. That's right, this is something we started a long time ago here at the show, and everybody loves it. Now, this week, for show number 87, for the week of October 16th, 2014, we have all kinds of fun, as I already mentioned, as we are heading out to Halloween Town with Marnie. Yes, Kimberly J. Brown is going to be stopping in here at the show, and you know her as Marnie from Halloween Town 1, 2, and 3, as she's going to stop in and share what it was like working on a variety of these classics that are now staples of the season for many people to pass down to their family and ones that they grew up with. We also have the D-Team back and many other things. So before we jump into the show here this week, I do want to give you all the different ways you can stay connected here at Disney On Demand. And first and foremost, you can always visit our official website at DizRadio.com. That's D-I-Z Radio.com. There you can find our full list of past shows, the complete archives, and more right there on our official website at DizRadio.com. That's D-I-Z Radio.com. You can also connect up with us all over the social media outlets on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Disney On Demand. You can friend us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash John Diz. That's J-O-N-D-I-Z. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and more. Just search Disney Blue. That's B-L-U or Diz Radio. D-I-Z Radio. 
Radio. And remember, you can find all these links right there on our official website at dizradio.com, D-I-Z radio.com. So all of you D-heads, with that said, the show is going to be slightly different. There's a variety of different things on the horizon, many announcements, and many other things. Now I will say, normally I would jump in here and I would have news. I would have news hot off the D-wire, what's going on within the company, and many other goodies and tidbits from Marvel, the parks, and many other things. Well this week, I'm releasing the reins to the D-team for a good portion of it, because you may be just sitting there wondering... Where have you been for the last month? There's no beating around it. I'm not going to pretend it didn't happen, all of you D-heads, because I consider all of you family. You are part of my extended Disney family. Well, for the last month, things have taken a different turn for me. As many of you D-heads know, you know that uh, you know I worked full-time in advertising and marketing as an art director and graphic designer, also a father of four kids, and many other things on top of doing Disney On Demand. Well, about a month ago or so, you know, work decided to downsize and I was part of that uh, pretty much that layoff so I wanted to share that with all of you D heads and you know for the last month or so I have been you know looking for work getting out there and doing many other things the biggest thing as I say every single week here at the show is never neglect family for business and as much as I consider all of you my family my extended Disney family I love Disney on demand I love Diz radio I really have just been taking that time to you know find another job placement many other things as I said I am the provider of my wife my four kids and many other things so you know it was a bit of a shock a bit of a culture shock and I've just been working diligently on that so I apologize uh, you know up front I'm not gonna pretend it hasn't happened you know like many of you have emailed me where's the show what's going on you know it's been a month what what's happening with disney on demand well it's not going anywhere and we are back and i am getting the shows back in action thanks to the d team they are here they have my back they are part of my extended family and i can't express that more than anything that the d team is here for me so it's because of that we're back and i'm going to be a little bit shorter here this week in terms of news i haven't had a chance to really go through all the press releases and everything that we have within the company so i just haven't been in that mind frame but i do want to thank all of you d heads for your concern about where the show has been where has it been for the last month and all those things and being straightforward with all of you d heads like i said because i consider you my disney family and it's a bit humbling you know pretty much announcing this on air is i'm just basically looking for work um you know i'm just looking for work since that layoff has happened and it's uh it's been a struggle so with that said you know let's get back to our third annual not so scary halloween celebration we have all kinds of fun many of you know i love halloween so much so we did summerween here this year on the show and with that you are going to be introduced next week to somebody very special here at disney on demand yes somebody that you haven't had a chance to meet yet you know we all know master gracie we all know the haunted mansion and we all know that backstory about how master gracie went out on a variety of different ship tours and many other things and this is a select individual somebody who's connected here at the show who spent a lot of time with Master Gracie over those years. I'll just call him the Diz Radio ghost host for now. Let's just say that. But he is going to be here next week here at Disney On Demand. He's not our special guest. He is somebody that's connected here at the show. And over the course of the next week, you're going to be able to see some photos of him, maybe some poster artwork, and many other goodies here from the official Diz Radio ghost host with his connections of master gracie his backstory and more you're going to get excited for this one i can guarantee that all of you d heads out there are going to love meeting our ghost host i know the d team out there has had a chance to get a glimpse at what he looks like and uh 
but you're going to be opened up to the Diz Radio ghost host next week here at the show. He's going to stop in here at the show, and over the next week, like I said, you're going to see a variety of different pictures, photos, and more. Now, because it is our third annual Not-So-Scary Halloween celebration, I do apologize for not getting things going earlier on in the month here, but... If you are just wondering what is this celebration, remember, you can always get all of our past celebrations in the archives on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, as well as on the website where you can hear all of our past guests here at the show for our Halloween celebration. Now, because it is our Halloween celebration and we're running out of time, we're going to do something special for you here at the show. That's right. We're going to do something extra special. There's still three weeks left here where we're going to have some great shows, one this week, one next week. Uh, We're also going to have one on Halloween as well as a special Halloween trick-or-treat webpage just for all of you D-heads out there. So there's still a lot more Halloween fun to get out there. But what I want is for all of you D-heads out there to drop us a line, whether it's an email, a phone call, or more. Just let us know. How do you celebrate Halloween with your family? Is that carving pumpkins, trick-or-treating? What's your most memorable costume? Just let us know what, what, in what ways do you celebrate Halloween with your family and definitely make it Disney. So with that, all of you D-heads, like I said, I'm keeping it short. I'm not really going into news here this week and all those things. So with the D-team having my back here this week and thank all of you D-heads for tuning in here, I'm going to release the reins to the D-team because you have questions, very spooky questions, and Aaron has those answers with I Want to Know. We also have Caitlin here with the latest from the Walt Disney World Resort with WDWN2. And let's have a look back at what just happened within the Disney company with this week in Disney history. So all of you D-heads, with that said, I'm going to release the reins to the D-team. We have some spooky tunes and all kinds of fun as we're officially kicked off for our third annual Not-So-Scary Halloween celebration. And I'll be back very, very shortly. But before before I do that, I do want to mention that DizRadio.com is probably sponsored by DVC-Rental.com, where you can save up to 60% on your next Walt Disney World trip by purchasing points from Vacation Club members and staying at those great resorts and saving that money so you can spend it on some extra magical things when you're at the parks. Definitely check them out at DVC-Rental.com, the official sponsor of Diz Radio. So all VD heads, with that said, take it away D-Team and I will be back. Why, I'm Merlin, of course. (laughs) By my beard, you're all looking quite magical. I'd say it's time to trick or treat! Hey, come 
The night's magic is not yet done. I have been commanded by my lord Mickey to transport you to the party. Let it be so. Two years ago, before I even knew I was a witch, that was the last time I was in Halloween Town. My mom Gwen, my grandma Aggie, my sister Sophie, and my brother Dylan and I all had to join together and use the power of the Cromwell Witch family to defeat Calabar, an evil warlock who's had a thing for my mother since they were teenagers. Halloween Town was always a happy place, where creatures of different sizes and shapes and species, some of them downright weird, could live apart from the real world in peace and harmony. So, after we saved Halloween Town, Grandma decided to leave her comfy house there and live with our family in the mortal world. Now it's Halloween night again. The only night we could pass freely between Halloween Town and our world. I'm thinking about Halloween Town. I wonder how it's changed. Hi, it's Judith Hogue, and you're listening to DizRadio.com. Happy Halloween! You have questions, we have answers. Let's dip our hands into the virtual mailbag and uncover the truth in I Want to Know. Hey, D-Heads, this is Aaron, and I'm back with another installment of I Want to Know. This week kicks off our Halloween episodes, and I couldn't be more excited. This is one of my favorite times of year. Virtual mailbag is full of Halloween treats and questions, so let's reach in and see what questions we have for this week. Our first question is from Michael Gaffston of Colorado, and he writes, My question is about Disney's trick-or-treat cartoon with Donald Duck. I love the classic and know it has been a part of many Disney compilation DVDs and specials. Is there a story LP of it, as in classic Disney tradition? Can I get the trick-or-treat song anywhere? And is the short available as a standalone digital download? Keep up the great work. Oh, also, when was the first time the short debuted? Well, this is definitely one of my favorite Disney Halloween cartoons. Trick or Treat is a 1952 animated short produced by Walt Disney Productions and released by RKO Radio Pictures. The cartoon, which takes place on Halloween night, follows a series of pranks between Donald Duck and his nephews with Witch Hazel. The film was directed by Jack Hanna and features the voices of Clarence Nash as Donald and his nephews and June Foray as Hazel. The film opens with the song Trick or Treat for Halloween, the lyrics of which tells the film's moral, One must be generous on Halloween or face trouble. The song was written by Paul J. Smith and performed by the Mellow Men. Disneyland Records also produced an audio adaptation that was narrated by Guinea Tyler, who also voiced Witch Hazel. This version was 12 minutes long and also included a song and story from the Haunted Mansion. The record audio is available on mousevinyl.com and YouTube has the cartoon. 
And of course, you can listen to it at DizRadio.com on our Lifetime of Disney player. Our next question is from Kelly A. of Arizona, and she writes, Aaron, love your segment. In Walt Disney's Legend of Sleepy Hollow, did Bing Crosby ever record any of the songs as standalone singles? Are they available anywhere? Also, who was the animator behind it, and did they work on any other major Disney releases we know? Thank you for the help. Well, this is my all-time favorite Halloween special. I remember watching it as a kid. Unfortunately, Bing Crosby never released any of these songs as singles. The special is available to listen to on our Lifetime of Disney player. You can find some of the individual songs on YouTube. The directing animators included Frank Thomas, Ollie Johnston, John Lozenberry, Wolfgang Reitherman, Milt Call, Ward Kimball, Mark Davis, and Eric Larson. And I apologize if I butchered any of those names. These men are best known as being part of Walt's team of animators known as Nine Old Men. It'd be harder to name what these men were not involved in when it comes to Disney animation. Well, our final question this week comes from Mary Keekland of Wisconsin, and she writes, Halloween Town is one of my favorite movies growing up. In the films, I love the grandma. What else has she been a part of? Was she in anything when she was younger? Is the soundtrack available for the films? How many other Disney films has Kimberly Brown been part of? Thank you so much for the answers. Well, the grandma is also known as Spindora Agatha Aggie Cromwell, who is played by Debbie Reynolds. She was born on April 1st, 1932. She regularly appeared in movie musicals during the 50s and had several hit records during that period. Her song, Abba Dabba Honeymoon, was featured in the film Two Weeks with Love in 1950, was a top three hit in 1951. Her most high-profile film role was Singing in the Rain in 1952 as Kathy Selden. Debbie Reynolds had roles in about 50 movies before she appeared in Halloween Town in 1998. It looks like there was no soundtrack release for this, for this movie. And as far as Kimberly Brown's other Disney credits, she was of course in the other Halloween Towns, and she did additional voices in A Bug's Life. She was in a Disney Channel movie called Quince, and she was in Bringing Down the House that starred Steve Martin and Queen Latifah, which was released by Buena Vista Pictures. Well, D-Heads, that concludes another installment of I Want to Know. Thanks for the great questions and keep them coming. Send all your questions or comments to Aaron, E-R-I-N, at DizRadio.com. Make sure to include your name and city so I can give you credit. And remember, D-Heads, laughter is timeless, imagination has no age, and dreams are forever. We'll see you next week, D-Heads. Just gather round and I'll elucidate on what happens outside when it gets late. Long about midnight, the ghosts and banshees get together for their nightly jamborees. There's ghosts with horns and saucer eyes and some with fangs about this size. Some short and fat, some tall and thin. 
Some don't even bother to wear their skin. Oh, oh, I'm telling you, brother, it's a frightful sight to see what goes on in the night. Have a midnight jamboree They break it up with fiendish glee Ghosts are bad, but the one that's cursed Is the headless horseman, he's the worst When he goes a-jogging across the land Holding a noggin in his hand Demons take one look and groan And hit the road for parts unknown And there's no wraith like a spooky spurn They don't like him and he's really burnt He swears to the longest day he's dead He'll show them that he can get ahead Lock the doors Unless you're careful He'll get yours Don't think he'll hesitate a bit Cause he'll clip your top If it'll fit And he likes them little Likes them big Part in the middle Or a wig Black or white Or even red The headless horseman Needs a head With a hip hip And a clippity clop He's out looking for a chop-to-chop chop. So don't stop to figure out a plan You can't reason with a headless man So after dark, you can't be good Stay at home the way that you should Cause right outside and waiting there Is the headless horseman And I'm getting out of here. It was just like any other Halloween before. I was riding my broom Beasley Bob. <laughs> Chasing the bats out of the steeple belfry. <laughs> Scaring any black cat who might trot across my path. When all of a sudden, a frightening sight appeared. It was so scary that I flew behind a tree to take a peek at it from a safe distance. What manner of ghoul is this? Why, it was just Huey, Dewey, and Louie, dressed up to go trick-or-treating at their Uncle Donald's house, for they'd hoped to get lots of candy from their Uncle Donald. Hello, kitties, it's me, John Kassir, the voice of the Crypt Keeper, and you're listening to Disney On Demand. <laughs> Hi 
there, it's Caitlin here with WDWN2, a quick rundown of what's happening in the parks. First of all, I promised to let you know when the Haunted Mansion merchandise location opened, and the day has finally come. Now you can shop till you drop at Memento Mori in Liberty Square. Legend has it that Madame Leota once called this her home, so keep your eyes peeled for any remaining trace of her presence. It's important to note that due to the high demand of this merchandise, there's a limit of six items per style per guest per day. From home decor and kitchenware to apparel, trading pins, and more, we can't wait to stop by Memento Mori. Speaking of spooky, have you heard of the Haunt Your Disney Side contest? From now through November 4th, you can upload any of your Disney Parks-inspired Halloween pictures for a chance to win a private Midnight at the Haunted Mansion party for you and three guests, as well as a one-night stay in Cinderella's Castle. There are four categories, home decor, food and beverage, pumpkin carving, and costumes. So any picture that falls into one of those categories should be tagged with hashtag HauntYourDisneySide on Twitter or Instagram, or you can upload it straight to the DisneySideContest.com. Who wouldn't want to win a night in the castle? Here at Diz Radio, we are huge fans of the ABC show Once Upon a Time, and right now in Hollywood Studios, you can get an exclusive Once Upon a Time magic shop for free. Just visit the PhotoPass Once Upon a Time display, and later when you check out your photo, Elsa and Regina might just have made an appearance. In other PhotoPass news, if you have tickets for Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, you can add on a Memory Maker package for only $39, which includes almost all shots from your day. Thanks for listening, and until next time, don't forget, you can fly. You remind me of a man!
Kurt <laughs> and their dealings with stressed envelope to Davis and Kurt right down that piece of Good evening. Excuse me, I'm just finishing up a little work. Welcome to the Disney Sunday movie. Now, I admit that tonight's feature, Mr. Boogany, is a little weird. It's a family comedy all about ghosts, evil spirits, and a very haunted house. But look at that. The guys in the special effects department here at the studio knew I was introducing Mr. Boogany. And this is their idea of a little joke. Very funny guys. Pyrotechnics, wonderful, really. Phone book, hot telephone call. Nobody has a magnifying glass. Okay, fine chair, great. I'm keeping my coffee. <laughs> hey guys, this is not funny. This is not funny. I just hope you figured out a way to get me back by next week. Hi again, D-Heads. Welcome to another installment of This Week in Disney History. I am Nathan, ready to take you through another segment's worth of historical Disney facts and potential trivia. As always, let's begin. Starting out this week in Disney history, we start in 1925, when actress Angela Lansbury, the voice of Mrs. Potts in Disney's Beauty and the Beast, and the star of the live-action Bed Knobs and Broomsticks as Miss Price, is born in London, England. In 1938, Disney's first full-length animated feature, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, is released in Finland. In 1953, Disney's Peter Pan is released in Australia. In 1955, the Mickey Mouse Club airs on ABC TV, and the show theme that day is Anything Can Happen Day. In 1971, Life Magazine presents a new look at the Newly opened Disney World in Florida. A color photo of over 1,500 Disney employees posing in front of Cinderella's castle is featured on the cover. This issue also included a pull-out poster which was sponsored by Eastern Airlines, and it was of the Magic Kingdom. I love this issue, and if you can find one on eBay or in person, totally buy it. My girlfriend bought me one for Christmas a few years back, and I absolutely love it. It's such great nostalgia. In 1973, Walt Disney Productions celebrated its 50th anniversary. In 1986, the Golden Horseshoe Review in Disneyland's Frontierland officially closed. The show was written and uh, it was written by Wally Bogue and Donald Novice, and had been running since July 1955. On this night, the show, which held the Guinness record for the greatest number of performances of any theatrical production, featured Betty Taylor, who played Slewfoot Sue for 30 years, the longest-running cast member. In 1997, Intercot, a Disney fan website, comes online. Within four years, it will become one of the most frequented Disney, visited Disney World information sites on the web. And also in 1997, branching off our extra special guest this week, Kimberly J. Brown, we have some spooktacular tidbits. In 2001, the Disney Channel original movie, Halloween Town 2, Calabar's Revenge, the first sequel to the Halloween Town series, debuted. And also in 2001, Touchstone Pictures released the comedy feature Corky Romano, starring former Saturday Night Live cast member Chris Catan. In 2004, for all the board game fanatics out there, the game of life, Pirates of the Caribbean, is released. Also in 2004, one of my childhood favorite shows made a comeback this month as the wonderful world of Disney aired Growing Pains, Return of the Seavers. In 2005, Disney CEO Robert Iger announced the availability of Disney and ABC-owned TV show episodes through Apple's computer online and iTunes store. 
This makes Disney the very first to license TV episodes for download on iTunes. And this included Desperate Housewives, Lost, Night Stalker, That's So Raven, and The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. In 2007, the Disney Channel premiered a new series called Wizards of Waverly Place with the episode The Crazy 10-Minute Sale. Also in 2007, High School Musical on Tour, a new stage version of the the hit Disney Channel movie, begins a series of performances at Auditorium Theater in Rochester, New York. Also in 2007, Walt Disney Records released a Disney Channel holiday. The CD featured performances by Miley Cyrus, the Jonas Brothers, the Cheetah Girls, Allie and AJ, and the stars of High School Musical. In 2012, over 4.9 million million viewers tuned in to watch the debut of the Halloween-themed Disney Channel original movie, Girl vs. Monster. The film was followed immediately after by the premiere of the family sitcom Dog with a Blog. And closing out this week in Disney history is in 2013, when the treasures of the Walt Disney Archives, presented by D23, opened at the Museum of Science and Industry in Chicago on the 90th anniversary of the Walt Disney World, or sorry, the Walt Disney Company. The Treasures of the Walt Disney Archives exhibit uh, encompasses more than 300 artifacts from nine decades of Disney history, and it will run from October 16, 2013, all the way up to January 4, 2015. This exhibit has already been extended multiple times, and if you get a chance, please go. Me and my family went a few months ago up to Chicago since we live in St. Louis and it's fairly close, and it's worth every single penny. I really want to try and go back before it's gone, and I don't want to give away any secrets about the exhibit to spoil anything for you guys, but seeing Walt's actual California office in person is just absolutely breathtaking. It's like you can feel the magic in the air. There's many classic Disney feature items there, and just... Every corner you turn, this seems to be something that you wouldn't expect to be seen in front of you. And it's just absolutely fantastic. So if anybody is interested, head on over to www.msichicago.org and look it up. Don't miss out. Well, D-Heads, that's all again for this week in Disney history. Hope you enjoyed and learned something new maybe you didn't know. Have a great week and see you real soon. We summon you now to dance through the night. Waters from the Haunted Mansion, and you're listening to Disney On Demand. (laughs) 
You're listening to Disney On Demand's annual not-so-scary month-long celebration. Beware of hitchhiking ghosts. <laughs> all right, all VD heads, I'm back once again, and thank you to the D-team of Aaron, Caitlin, and Nathan, all for stopping in here this week with your signature segments. Because of you, there is a show here this week, and it is all kinds of fun, as we are gearing up to head out to Halloween Town with Kimberly J. Brown, Marnie, from Disney's Halloween Town 1, 2, and 3, and she's going to be stopping in here very shortly. Now remember, if you want to connect up with the D-Team, you can do that on our official website at DizRadio.com. Just go to the D-Team page, learn more about the D-Team, drop them a line. They aren't as scary as the ghosts that you're hearing here this week. So, all of you D-Heads, I'm back once again. Like I said, the show's slightly different. I don't have really any news planned or anything because of the situation that I just shared with all of you. But there are a couple of things. I was listening to Aaron here as he was answering questions that I want to know. And I'm going to give an amendment for that because there is actually a Bean Crosby single. Yes, I have a plethora of stuff and I love the 1940s and 50s and old-time radio. Many of you already know this, but yes, Aaron... And answering those questions in there, I'm going to give this amendment. And Aaron, I'll cut you some slack this week. Usually you're spot on, but this week I just happened to have an LP, and it was Bing Crosby doing Headless Man. That's right. I just played it after Aaron's segment. Just because I was listening to him, I'm like, we got to get that in there. Because Bing Crosby did release that, as well as K-Star and a variety of other 1940s veterans. That's right. So if you want that version from Bing Crosby, it is available on an old vinyl LP as a single. So definitely get it. Get your hands on it if you can. You probably heard the pops and hisses in my version, but that is his studio release of the Headless Man song from Disney's Legend of Sleepy Hollow. So, all of you D-heads, with that, as we're continuing on here with our not-so-scary Halloween celebration, we have all kinds of fun around the corner. Like I said, I don't really have much news. Many of you are heading down to the not-so-scary Halloween party at the Walt Disney World Resort. You've been celebrating Halloween at the parks and many other things, but I do want to say, don't forget some of those family-friendly movies. Many people think of Hocus Pocus, which is a great one. Also, Frank and Weenie, both of them. The 1984 classic and the new stop-motion classic, as as well as The Nightmare Before Christmas, but let's not forget many of those Disney Channel original movies that are awesome Halloween staples. How about Mr. Boogity, Bride of Boogity, Under Wraps? Those are just some right there. There's also Girl vs. Monster, Twitches, Twitches 2, the Halloween Town series, and many others. Those are just a few to name right there. There's uh, Phantom of the Megaplex. There's just a variety of great Disney Channel original movies, and let's not forget Disney's Halloween Treat. That was a fantastic Halloween collection of Disney shorts and more. Um, There's Mickey's House of Villains, The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. There's Disney's Happy Haunting sing-along DVD. I mean, there's just a lot of great Disney Channel uh, and, I guess, Disney movies that are Halloween-based that you can enjoy. There's The Haunted Mansion. Whether you like Eddie Murphy or hate him, it's a great family-friendly film. There's Spooky Buddies. I mean, I could just keep going here. I mean, these are just a few. And I'm going to get a list compiled for all of you D-heads over the course of the next week. So that way you can maybe add some of these to your collection or your stream. And just uh, really start enjoying these for the Halloween season. And also, there is just a ton of music as well. So, all of you D-heads, with that said, you know, you're not hearing much of me here this week. Again, I apologize uh, for being gone the last month and many other things. I did mention that at the start of the show, so I'm not going to go through that again as to why. 
But we are back, and next week I will have news hot off the D-Wire once again. And if you do want to get involved here at Disney On Demand, if you want to be part of our show, definitely drop us a line at disradio at gmail.com. Drop us a line, get involved here at the show. We're always looking for people in terms of bloggers, on-air personalities, people that control the clips, and many other great things. So we are looking for people to get involved here at the show, and you can always drop us a line at disradio at gmail.com if you want to get involved here at the show. And most of all, thank you to the D-Team and all of you D-Heads for understanding why we've been gone for the last month and many other things. It truly is appreciated because, as I always say, never neglect family for business and this is one that I really need to do to take care of my family. With that said all of you D-Heads, I'm going to release the reins here have some spooky tunes, some magic fun and the next time you hear me, we're going to have none other than Marnie. Yes, Kimberly J. Brown from Halloween Town 1, 2, and 3 here on the line and let's not forget we also have Paige with the Magical Music Review later as well and all kinds of goodies here at the show I may be short here this week but it's not the last that you've heard of me be right back, all VD heads. Enjoy some spooky tunes and which hitchhiking ghost are you going to pick up along the way? Tonight at 8, 7 central, it's Halloween Town. Marty Cromwell's family can't be normal. Why? Because her grandmother's a witch. Totally. And she lives in Halloween Town, where it's Halloween all the time. Halloween is cool. Well, battling an evil shadow creature is just not normal. Normal is vastly overrated. Find out more about Marty Cromwell's family's vastly strange powers. Powers? What powers? It's Disney Channel's original movie, Halloween Town. Tonight at 8, 7 Central, only on Disney Channel. This could be quite the place. Full of wholesome, faces. Hanging out. Killing time. Where everyone's a friend of mine. Inside this evil joint. Every guest gets to the point. We still live in infamy. House of Moses history. <laughs> it's our house now. It's our house now. It's the fact you can't ignore. Shut the window. Lock the door. It's our house now. Bring so much to these and Do respect. Love your work. You'll forget your troubles, put your trust in me. You had your fun. You played your play. But every roll in has his day. Lights, camera, action. It's time for this week's Disney On Demand special guest. 
All right, all of you Disney fans, you tuned in for another magical installment of Disney Blues, Disney On Demand. And as we continue to bring you all the magic and memories from your lifetime of Disney, many of those are things you see all over the Disney Channel, television, and more. And we have somebody here with us who has been in a variety of different things, from bringing down the house, as well as Switched, and many other items. But you also know her as Marnie from Halloween Town, Halloween Town 2, and Halloween Town High. We're welcoming Kimberly J. Brown here to the show. Welcome to Disney On Demand. Hi, thanks for having me. It is our pleasure having you on. I mean, you know, the Halloween Town series, it is something that has just, uh, I guess, gone down in Disney Channel history. It's a cult fan favorite. Everybody loves it. Um, we just recently talked with Alicia Rulin, you know, who played Natalie the Troll, and just everybody loves Halloween Town. But I guess before that, you've been acting for quite some time, you know, all the way back to the Babysitter's Club and many other things. I guess, what got you uh, started in acting? I really, um, it's, I was about, I guess, five or six, and I was, uh, living in the East Coast, and I just was one of those kids that, um, would always, I'd make my brother put on plays for my family in our house, and I always had tons of imaginary friends and different characters I was playing, uh, to myself. Um, so it, my parents got me into sort of some classes to see if it would be something I would like. Not even, I think, initially thinking about the business, just trying to see, just trying to give me an outlet to sort of perform and, and, and have some fun. And then I ended up getting referred by somebody. I was living in Maryland at the time and ended up getting referred by somebody up to New York City. So I ended up auditioning, uh, commuting and auditioning up there, um, from a very young age. So I, I started doing commercials and and print and that sort of thing and then I did my my first Broadway show when I was seven wow you know and that's the kind of thing too where early on like that you just you know you kind of had the bug you just went with it and I guess in those early days you know even at you know seven eight years old um was it something where it clicked and you're like this is what I want to do the rest of my life I I did I remember I, I mean I fell in love with the classes and everything as soon as I as soon as I started but I do remember um being on stage at Lincoln Center uh where the first show was, it was called uh, Four Baboons Adoring the Sun. It was um, a play by John Guare, and I was playing uh, Stocker Channing's daughter. And I, I remember being on stage in the middle of the show and just thinking to myself how great, how, how awesome this was and how I I wanted to, you know, I never wanted to stop doing it. So um, I, and I had little epiphanies like, like those along the way, again, when I was like nine or ten when I was on a soap opera and, kind of a, along the way so it's always uh as long as I, I kept saying that to myself and I was having a good time then I then I stuck with it so I didn't want to keep doing anything that uh, obviously you know wasn't making me happy anymore but I just I completely fell in love with it and was so grateful that that my parents gave me you know such a such a great gift at an early age well, you know, and like you said, those little epiphanies from early on, I mean, that's also, you know, you played Mariah Lewis, uh, number three, the third incarnation of her, on Guiding Light. And I guess, uh, you know, at that early age, you know, I guess how was it realizing, hey, you are, you know, you got a daytime Emmy nomination. Like, that's that's something that doesn't come easy. <laughs> that was pretty crazy. It was, um, I, I was on that show for um, about five years, and then I went back uh, right before the show actually got canceled um, a few years ago, but. Uh, that was just such a huge part of, of my life. Everybody that I worked with kind of became like a second family, and I got to live some crazy, fun storylines on that show, um, just stuff that uh, it never really happens in real life. Like, they 
my mom came back from the dead. Everybody thought she was dead, but you know, of course, in soap opera land, they they no no one ever really dies. Um, <laughs> and all just all kinds of fun, like dramatic stuff. So it was really it's uh, it was a great training ground at, 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 at you know at a young age, and it helped me learn um, just memorization. And, and the actors that I worked with were, were so great, and it just oh my gosh, it was. It was a uh, it was a dream really, and and the Emmy nomination was just I was so honored and just I remember being at Radio City Music Hall for the for the awards and it was just uh, oh my gosh it was like a dream it was you don't you get you don't get many moments like those in your life and that was just uh, that was amazing. Well, you know you can only imagine like you said there's not many moments where you get to you know go to Radio City and you know you're up for nominations. Now I guess uh, you know. I guess moving forward to Disney Channel, of course, everybody knows you from a variety of different Disney Channel things. And, you know, I'm sure you get recognized all over, but Halloween Town in the series. Most Disney Channel's, uh, you know, original movies are always one and done, maybe two. I guess, I guess, how did you get the starring role of Marnie in Halloween Town? And then were you shocked that they just kept making these films? <laughs> I just did the sort of normal audition process that you do for for different projects. And I auditioned a couple of times and, and really loved the script, and obviously, who wouldn't want to play a um, a witch at 13 years old and be able to experience having magical powers and stuff like that? So it was, I was so excited when I when I got the role, and and um, it was it was just supposed to be a one time thing. I think it's a true, it's a it, it's a testament to the the fans and and everybody who. Uh, really loved it and talked about it, and that's I think you know that it, it did well in the ratings. So I think they sort of built the the sequels from there. But it was it, we were all so honored and excited that um, that they you know kept wanting to do to do more, and that the the fan base was really excited to see you know to see the next chapter in, in everybody's uh, everybody's lives in the movie. Definitely, you know, and that's the kind of thing where I think it was very big just because there aren't enough, you know, family-friendly, fun Halloween films. And Halloween Town was one of those where it just was great, you know, full of magic and fun. It's something that I sit down and I show my kids. Now, I guess working on that film and, you know, the legendary Demi Reynolds, I guess how was it working with somebody of that stature? Were you a fan of, like, Singing in the Rain and much of her work before that? I was. I had seen a, a few things. I had seen, I believe I had seen parts of Singing in the Rain, and my dad got me a copy of, um, I think it was Unthinkable Molly Brown. I think it was either right before we shot the first one or right after, I can't remember. But um, And then I saw, oh, what's that other one she did? I think it's called Mother. She did with Albert Brooks um, in between there. And, and just, I, it's hard to really put into a short interview all the things I could say about her because she's just so um she's so wise and she's so funny and and she's so graceful and just everything that you would really want her to be. She's kind of um she's incredibly sweet and and very nurturing and and works with wants you to look your best and to be your best if you're in a scene with her. And she's just she wants to impart all of her her wisdom and anything she can upon you. She's just such a great such a great person to not only know but to work with. And um, I, I've done a lot of I've visited her and hung out with her outside of the films as well. And it's just really been um, I'm so grateful to have her as a friend because she's just she's just she's just there's no one quite like her. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, you know, with uh, Halloween Town, and like you said, being on the set, I'm sure there were many different stories, things like that. Is there anything that, you, you know, happened on the set, whether that's we see on camera, off camera, or anything like that, where it's that one moment where it's just going to stick with you forever from that first Halloween Town film? Oh, boy. Um, there's a lot. I'm trying to think if there's... <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, I have to say, I think probably... Flying on the broom with Debbie um, in the first film is something shooting that day is, is that was my last day of shooting and um, we were in front of a big blue screen and um, it was just the two of us kind of on, you know, on the broom for a bit and doing different angles and stuff like that. And that was really, that was really cool. I just, not only because I'm, I love special effects and seeing how they work in movies and, um, but just being able to do that with her and, and, um, get to do that kind of thing where it, meeting fans and seeing people after the movie aired, like, I, they, it was really cool how they all loved that scene and, and, and how, you know, fun it was to be able to pretend that I could actually fly on a broom. So, um, that was, <laughs> that was one of the days that was just, definitely very memorable for me well you know and with all the other films too you know like you know i'm sure there's just full of memories and things like that now when you move on to like uh you know halloween town 2 halloween town high i guess uh, with these films and i'm sure you bring stories from all of them you could probably talk for hours about it but i guess you know looking looking back at like you know calabar's revenge and things like that i guess um when it came time for the sequel were you just on board right away wanted to do it and you know, I guess, how was it working with everybody? Was it like a family coming back to the set each time? Oh, absolutely. I think everybody was really excited to get a chance to work together again. And each of the each of the films after, well, I guess I should say each film in and of itself had kind of a different theme and different tone and feeling to it. So it was cool to kind of try a different, you know, working with a different, uh, you know, whatever kind of curse or spell or something it was. And it was kind of cool to explore um the characters within you know their their magic abilities and their personalities within like a, a new curse or problem that they had to deal with so um it was it, we we got to like kind of come back together and and do it we were we shot in different locations for each one so it was definitely it was it was fun kind of exploring the the new the new adventure with with all of them so it was it was everybody was just thrilled to be able to do to come back and, and hang out again because we all we all truly you know like and working with each other. Well, you know, and with that too, you know, being having that family atmosphere and things like that, you know, made it a lot easier. Fall into place. Everybody seems like they meshed. Now, Halloween Town High, you know, when we asked our listeners, seems to be one of the favorites, and I'm not sure why that is. They didn't really specify. Just we ask everyone, what's your favorite Halloween Town High? And I guess when it came when it came to that one, you know, it was more of a it was really a big ensemble cast. You know, you have everybody crossing over, things like that. You know, lots of fun. I guess what was your favorite aspects of the Halloween Town High script and you know working on that one? I think it was fun to explore having some of the elements of Halloween Town in the you know quote unquote normal world or or mortal world, I guess we called it. So. It was the other two films we kind of went to Halloween Town and got to see different parts of Halloween Town itself. But it was really interesting to be able to bring some elements of Halloween Town to our world and sort of try to put them together and see what would happen. And I loved all the all the kids that came over from the high school and and all their different 
they're different characters and it, it kind of um it kind of lent itself to the overall theme of, you know, not judging a book by its cover and 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 being, you know, open to to new people and 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 being yourself and all all those sort of great themes that come with being in high school and everything in general. Um, I really love that we got to add in the spot and the magic of Halloween Town into that and and kind of show kind of mesh all those kind of ideas together I guess well you know and with something like that too like you said it's fish out of water kind of everybody can get along and you know kind of work together now when it comes to the franchise and Halloween itself are you more of a dark and spooky Halloween person or do you like more of the family fun I guess kind of fair (laughs) that's a good question I let's see um I guess I've liked being a little bit scary I Growing up, I kind of had my mix of different costumes and that sort of thing. But as I got a little bit older, I got into like the face painting and doing some, doing stuff that was, you know, a little, a little out of the, out of the box. Um, but I, I had, I was always with my family. I have younger brothers and, um, and an older sister, but my younger brothers would go out, you know, they, they kind of kept going trick or treating and stuff a little bit after I did. So I, I enjoyed sort of the fun. The fun family part of of Halloween too, because it's with younger kids you can't get too into the to the scary part because you uh, you lose them real fast. <laughs> <laughs> now I guess with uh, you know with Halloween Town of course you know since everybody loves the films now has it ever caught you off guard pretty much how popular this has been and all these years later and do you still get recognized for Halloween Town as much as your other work as well on the street? I, I do. It's it's pretty amazing. It's it's just, um, it's kind of indescribable. It's really, I, I, I get notes on, you know, Facebook and Twitter and sort of that sort of thing. And, and, uh, the movies air every year still on Disney. So it's cool that not only the generation that grew up with it can still watch it, but then there's also a younger generation that's just getting introduced to them. So it's, um, it, it, it's really amazing. And I'm always so honored and, and flattered that people um, still watch them and and come up to me and tell me stories about what you know they're when they were younger and how they what the movie meant to them and it's just it's it's really a blessing I think it's it's not only you know it's it, it's great to have work and to do things um, you know in the business that, that are fun and that sort of thing but it's it's really on a whole other level when you're able to actually um, you know make a mark in somebody's life and and have them um you know feel something different because they 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 watched your movie so it's it's just really such an honor to be even a a small little bit and and you know small part in somebody's life definitely now i guess you know with uh being you know being part of people's lives and things like that do you ever run across anybody else from the cast or the crew or you know see them pretty often or things like that or bump into each other out on the strip um, we keep in touch with each other through various things. Um, it, even social media is cool. I, I'm, uh, I'm friends on Facebook with a bunch of the people from the cast and I, I keep in touch with some of them. I haven't physically like run into anybody recently, but, um, that always, that always is bound to happen, um, in LA. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, we all, we all keep in touch in some, in some way or another. So it's, it's it's really nice because we've we've known each other for so long and they are kind of like a another another family to me so it's and we've grown up with each other in a way you know for us 
for us younger kids. So it's nice to it's, it's nice to be able to keep those friendships going. Definitely. Now, I guess with that, you know, moving on from Halloween Town, is there anything you know out there that you're currently working on where we can keep your eyes and ears open, or are we just going to have to just kind of be on the lookout? Or is there anything that you can clue us into that's you know currently in the works or where we might see you? Well, I have a moment right now, um, and I also I did a show last year on AMC called Low Winter Sun that um, d- didn't get picked up for a second season, but it's actually coming out on DVD, uh, I believe, next month. So they're putting the whole series out on DVD, and it's uh, it's like a Detroit, uh, it's like a kind of a dark uh, cop drama set in Detroit, uh, very much in the vein of some of the, the darker dramas that AMC likes to do. So that comes out on DVD in August. And then, um, yeah, I'm working, I'm working on a couple different things, and they're in various stages. And, um, you know, you kind of you keep, uh, you keep hitting the ground running in this business. So you kind of just keep different irons in the fire and see what works. And I, um, you know, I take meetings for different stuff, and I'm also doing um, some improv at, at uh, Second City, which is, an improv school and um, we're like Tina Fey and, and Steve Carell graduated from. So I've been doing some writing and performing there as well and, and just, you know, kind of keeping everything going and and uh, still still having fun and, and all that kind of good stuff. Well, you know, it's the kind of thing where I think we're going to, you know, see you out and about. And like you said, it's, uh, you know, Second City can't go wrong with that. And, you know, improv. Now, I guess for all of your fans out there, you know, fans of Kimberly out there, is there anything that you'd like to leave out there? Um, you know, just whether that's, uh, you know, life lessons, word of warning, glad you're my fan. Is there anything you want to leave out there for them? Oh, boy. That's a whole other interview we could have. Um, <laughs> I... Well, of course, I always want to say thank you for all of the support and, uh, you know, for, for keeping in touch with me all these years. And, uh, and yeah, you can, I mean, I'm on, I'm on Twitter and Facebook and I always love chatting with everybody and, and, um, and yeah, just, just keep on keeping on. I think, and, and if there was one thing that I would, uh, tell myself or looking back, you know, if I would tell myself growing up, I, I would uh I would tell myself that it you know, keep my head up and keep and and do what I wanna do. I think that's um being yourself and, and doing what you love no matter like what anybody tells you outside or what what any judgments or anything anybody might tell you is um is probably the best piece of little advice that I like to give people and it sounds kind of I think trite and people say it all the time, but it's, but it's definitely true. So, um, I don't know. I guess that's what I would, that I, what I would offer up outside of, uh, just saying thank you for listening to this and thank you for being a fan. Well, you know, it was our pleasure having you stop in, reminisce a little bit here for all of your fans and all of our listeners here. And, uh, you know, I'm sure things on the horizon, you know, we're, you're welcome back anytime. And uh, thank you once again for stopping in. We'll make sure to tell everybody how to get a hold of you, your official website and things like that. And thanks once again for stopping in and, uh, you know, making this classic that now I've passed on to my children as well. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's been fun.
was a great dog, a great friend. The best dog a kid could have. When you lose someone you love, they never really leave you. They just move into a special place in your heart. I don't want him in my heart. I want him here with me. I know. If we could bring him back, we would. Hello there, D-Heads. Paige here with an all-new Magical Music Review. Can you believe we're already in October? It feels like we just started August! Seriously, with the weather I've been having here, it might as well be August. Regardless, we are in October, and that means it's time for one of the best holidays, Halloween. It's Diz Radio's not-so-scary Halloween celebration all month long, which means this month we'll be looking at the music Disney has released for Halloween. This week, Jonathan has Kimberly J. Brown from the classic DCOMs Halloween Town, Halloween Town 2 Calabar's Revenge, and Halloween Town High. These films don't really have a soundtrack for me to pick from, though you are currently listening to the main theme. So this week we will be switching over to the park side of my Disney Music Library and looking at some of the music that can be found in the Disney parks at this time of year. Ready now? Let's go! To start, we're off to Disneyland. One of the most popular attractions is the Haunted Mansion, which is celebrating its 45th anniversary this year. And since 2001, the mansion has been taken over at this time of year by Jack Skellington and the citizens of Halloween Town. The Haunted Mansion holiday became so popular that Fastpass machines were activated during this attraction's run. The music for the holiday theme was composed by John Debney, who was composed for Disney films and attractions such as The Phantom Manor, also known as The Haunted Mansion of Disneyland Paris, and the film Hocus Pocus. Pieces of Danny Elfman's scores from the film were adapted to the attraction as well. The soundtrack consists of, for lack of a better term, parodies of classic Christmas tunes, such as Scary Bells, Old Mansion Tree, The Thirteen Days of Christmas, and Wreck the Halls. Many of the original cast members for The Nightmare Before Christmas returned to record new dialogue for the attraction. New actors were chosen to record special dialogue for the classic Haunted Mansion characters, such as Suzanne Blakesley recording for Madame Leota. If you're unaware of this trivia fact, Miss Blakesley replaces the late Eleanor Audley in all of her Disney voices. 
This well, I've jibber-jabbered enough, and the ghost host has been tapping my shoulder for yes, a while now. One last thing, this holiday treat Christmas has been released on a soundtrack and is available on iTunes. Okay, I'm done. Enjoy. Welcome, my friends, to our Christmas delight. Come witness a ghoulishly glorious sight. It's time for our holiday tale to begin. There's no turning back now. Please, come all the way in. Our holiday tale is a tale that's quite charming. But during this season, it's sometimes alarming. So relax and reflect. Feel free to take pause while we tell you a tale about Dear Sandy Claus. Twas the nightmare before Christmas and all through the house. Not a creature was peaceful, not even a mouse. The stockings, all hung by the chimney with care, when opened that morning, would cause such a scare. The children, nestled all snug in their beds, would have nightmares of monsters and skeleton heads. <laughs> Happy holidays, everyone! You know, if you're dedicated enough, it is possible to go to Disneyland and be at the Walt Disney World Resort in time for the evening parade. If you have the money and means of transportation to move with a sense of purpose. Or you could just do what I do and switch out your park music. Who doesn't love a good nighttime parade? Welcome to Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. It's time to stake out a spot on Main Street for Mickey's Boo to You Halloween Parade. The parade music is broken down into six segments. Each segment brings with it different characters. For time's sake, I will share a part of Mickey's Boo You Bash and the Cemetery Soiree. Take a listen and just imagine that parade passing by.
you've gone on the rides, you've seen the parade. How do you end an evening in the parks? With fireworks, of course. And the holidays bring with them a special show. If any of you are familiar with shows in the Magic Kingdom, the main show at night is Wishes. Except for at Halloween. Happy Hallowishes, a grim, grinning ghost spectacular in the sky, took the night sky for the first time in 2005. Before this, there was a Halloween finale to Wishes predecessor, Fantasy in the Sky. The show is hosted by the ghost host from the Haunted Mansion, now voiced by Kevin Michael Richardson, whose claim to Disney fame includes Captain Gantu from Lilo and Stitch. The show also includes appearances by other famous Disney villains and arrangements of their iconic songs. And again, I have the ghost host nagging me to stop talking. I'll see you after the show. Serpents and spiders, tail of a rat, call in the spirits wherever they're at. When you hear the knell of a requiem bell, weird ghosts cling where the spirits dwell. Restless bones, etherealize. Rise the spooks of every size. Grim grinning ghosts come out to socialize. The crypt doors creak and the tombstones quake Spooks come out for a swing and wake Heavy haunts materialize And begin to vocalize Grim grinning ghosts come out to socialize As the moon climbs high on a dead oak tree Spooks arrive for the midnight spree Welcome, my friends, to the most spirited season of them all. I am your host, your ghost host. <laughs> the 999 happy haunts and I are ready to materialize for a spectacular celebration. You never know who will drop in. After all, this is Halloween! <laughs> Disembodied friends would like to serenade you with some scary okey. Just a few of our favorite tombs that we dug up for the occasion. We hope you'll enjoy 
a little night music. <laughs> Feel free to sing along. We're just some poor unfortunate souls in pain, in need. Hopefully this week's first Halloween magical music review has gotten you in the mood for the season. As some of you are aware, the next installment of the Legacy Collection is being released next week, but I think I can break from that until November. I'll be back next week to take a look at some more Disney Halloween music. To give you an idea of what I have in my Halloween selection of my library, we will, in no particular order, look at different films including Hocus Pocus, the film version of The Haunted Mansion, Mickey's House of Villains, and The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. This selection is subject to change. If you have any suggestions or requests, send them to me at page at disradio.com. That's P-A-I-G-E at disradio.com. I'd love to hear from you. I'll be back next week, D-Heads. Until then, have a great week. See ya! Alright all of you D-heads, so I'm back once again and I hope you enjoyed our show here this week. I apologize once again for not stopping in as long as I normally do and cutting out the news here this week, but I hope you had some fun as we're officially kicked off for our not-so-scary Halloween celebration. And I'd like to extend a very special thank you once again to Kimberly J. Brown, yes, Marnie from Halloween Town, for stopping in here at the show. Thanks for sharing those memories, that fun, and Halloween Town and all the films have now become such a staple for many people to celebrate the Halloween season in their homes and with their families and like myself passing it on to your children thank you once again for stopping in i'd also like to thank the d team of aaron caitlin page and nathan for stopping in here this week with your signature segments be sure to connect up with all the d team on our official website at dizradio.com drop them a line and they would love to connect up with all of you d heads so all of you d heads with that said before i let you know who's going to be stopping in here next week as we continue our not so scary halloween celebration I do want to give you all the different ways you can stay connected here at Disney On Demand. And first and foremost, you can always visit our official website at DizRadio.com. That's D-I-Z Radio.com. There you can find our full list of past shows, the complete archives, our latest news blogs, and more right there on our official website at DizRadio.com. That's D-I-Z Radio. Com. You can also connect up with us all over the social media outlets on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Disney On Demand. You can friend us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash John Diz. That's J-O-N-D-I-Z. You can also find us on Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and more. Just search Disney Blue. That's B-L-U or Diz Radio. D-I-Z Radio. And remember, you can always get all these links and more on our official website at DizRadio.com. And remember, you can also subscribe to our show on Stitcher Radio and iTunes and get the latest shows right there on your device to listen to and enjoy. So all of you D-heads, with that out of the way, next week we're going to continue with our not-so-scary Halloween celebration. And just how are we going to do that? Well, for show number 88, you may know this person as Captain Hook, the ghost in the mirror for Disney's Haunted Mansion sing-along songs. Also, let's just think of the Haunted Mansion holiday. Maybe some Star Wars tidbits? Yes, I am talking about the one and only, the very talented, 
Mr. Corey Burton is going to be stopping in here at the show. Corey Burton's going to be stopping in and sharing a variety of different things, stories, and more, and what it's like to do just so many different characters throughout his career. So get ready, all of you D-heads, as this is a very special guest that I'm excited to bring back here at the show and celebrate our Halloween fun. So, all of you D-heads, with that said, since I decided to, you know, cut the news a little bit short, and I apologize for that, just so many different things going on in our personal life here at the show, I do want to leave you with something fun. So, because it is our third annual not-so-scary Halloween celebration, how about we leave you with a little bit of fun, some fireworks fun, something that's going to add that joy and happiness to your Halloween, your trick-or-treating, and something that you can listen to with the whole family. I'm going to leave you with the happy Hollowishes Fireworks Spectacular. So, all VD heads, until next week, as I always say, if we get busy, if we get crazy, and for myself, this is very important for this last month, never neglect family for business. Until next week, all VD heads, I'll catch you online, and happy Hollowishes. Serpents and spiders, tail of a rat, call in the spirits wherever they're at. When you hear the knell of a requiem bell, weird ghosts gleam where the spirits dwell. Restless bones etherealize. Rise a spooks of every size. Grim grinning ghosts come out to socialize. When the crypt doors creak and the tombstones quake, spooks come out for a swing and wake. Heavy haunts materialize. And they Climbs high on the dead oak tree Spooks arrive for the midnight spree Creepy creeps with eerie eyes Strikes a shriek And harmonize Grim grinning ghosts Come out and socialize Welcome my friends To the most spirited season of them all I am your host Your Ghost host. <laughs> the 999 happy haunts and I are ready to materialize for a spectacular celebration. You never know who will drop in. After all, this is Halloween. <laughs> this is Halloween. Boys and girls of every age, wouldn't you like to see something strange? Come with us and you will see, it's our world of Halloween. Oh, this is Halloween, this is Halloween, pumpkins scream in the dead of night. This is Halloween, everybody make a scene, trick or treat, till the neighbor's gonna die of fright! Hail to the 
our disembodied friends would like to serenade you with some scary okey. Just a few of our favorite tombs that we dug up for the occasion. We hope you'll enjoy a little night music. <laughs> Feel free to sing along. We're just some poor unfortunate souls in pain, in need. A lump of roozles, very sly. They come in ones and twosles, but if they so choosles, before your eyes you'll see them multiply. The elephants on parade, here they come, hibbity hobbity. They're here and there, pink elephants everywhere. Look out! Look out! Pink elephants on parade! Plop in. The 
This is what I live for. It's such a wicked time of year, isn't it? And I have just the spell to put us all in the mood. The Lucas of Ruga come winds of the Caspian Sea. The Rhinxus Glacidus, Max Laryngitis, La Voce to me. Now sing. Sing! Sing! Kidding when they called me well a witch. <laughs> Listen up, sweet lips. I'll give you all a little treat. <laughs> Next year you'll be dressing like me. Unfortunate souls. <laughs> Starting the fun without me. <laughs> Why, you're dead right. Well then, let me treat you all to a little sorcery in the sky. <laughs> Man, you called that. Magic? <laughs> Move on, old boy, and let Mr. Oogie kick it up a notch. Well, 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 what have we here? A trick-or-treater, huh? Oh, I'm really scared. So you're the ones they're talking about. <laughs> when Mr. Oogie Boogie says there's trouble close at hand, you'd better pay attention now, because I'm the boogeyman. Queen herself. Happy hollow wishes to you. We're delighted you could creep on over. Why, we've only begun to heat things up. Let's show them just how spirited an All Hallows' Eve celebration can really 
That was thrilling, wasn't it? And now, to end our ghostly gathering, we invite you to partake in our favorite Halloween tradition, the Scream-Along. Any volunteers? Just scream like you're trying to wake the dead! <laughs> Happy Haunts want to thank you for hanging around while we scared up a little Halloween fun. <laughs> we do hope you'll drop in again for another spooktacular celebration. Happy Halloween, everyone! <laughs> Hurry back. Oh. 
Thank you for tuning in to Disney Blues, Disney On Demand. The content and thoughts expressed are those of the show and not the Disney company. Now go on and relive the magic, memories, and appreciation from your lifetime of Disney. See you real soon. (laughs) 